0: you are beautiful you are worthy your dreams were put on your heart for a reason no matter what anyone else might think of you for following them so stand up stand tall and stand proud you were made to shine What's up, peeps? How is it rocking and rolling out there? It's Saturday. It's beautiful. It is quite actually like pristine weather, pristine. Um, We have been productive today. Actually, I'm going to give myself a little slap on the back. We have been very productive today. It is my, so many of you, I've talked about my beautiful angel mom, Gwyn, I say angel because she's in heaven now. And um, it's her birthday today. She would have been, gosh, I think 72 today. Anyway, so we went, my uh, sister and I, we went to go decorate her grave with some flowers. And I don't know, you know, it's, it's weird. I don't know if it's because I've been watching so many shows where just, you know, this is going to be, I don't usually watch shows like this, but there's been like a lot of death in the shows that I've been watching and, you know, just like cancer comes up and all the stuff comes up. And, um, and then, you know, I was like, he's great today. And I just was like, wow, I don't know. It just, it, it got me thinking what an honor, what an honor it is to be productive, like to, to, to get to do stuff. See, I think a lot of times, a lot of us look at our to-do list, we look at what we have to do, we look at all these things as a burden, as, oh, I got to get this done, oh, I got to take the kids to school, oh, I got to do this project, oh, I got to cross off like 10 other things on my to-do list before I can get to like the three things on my to-do list I'm actually looking forward to do, you know, it's like, oh. That is the posture we take when we walk into all of these beautiful things God's called us to do. And I get it. Okay? Don't tune me off. I get it. There's a lot of things on your plate, just as there are mine, that you're probably like, any. If you really understood what I had to do on like a Monday or a Wednesday or a Thursday, you wouldn't be taking the stance of, I get to do these things. I understand there's a lot of stuff on my schedule I don't particularly enjoy. But recently, uh, when I say recently, it's still April. So my birthday was April 11th. I don't believe in celebrating your birthday only one day. I just think that's absolutely criminal. So I have the whole birth. I have like a birth month celebration. Um, You know, God went through all the hard work of putting you on this planet and you're only going to celebrate that for a day. That's just, to me, that's just quite horrible. So I give myself the full month as a birthday. And someone asked me like, why do you love birthdays so much? And I was like, oh, that's easy. It's because it's the greatest reminder of God's grace. You didn't earn birth. Like, I did not do anything to earn being alive. You, my friend listening to this, did not do anything to earn being alive. You just got to be alive. And everything you do in that aliveness is a gift because it comes from a gift. And that's how I've kind of been looking at my to-do list recently, right? It's like, wow. And maybe it's because of my birth month. I mean, I had this gift God gave me just to be here. I didn't do anything to earn that. I didn't like Sweep heaven's floors and, and you know, win a bunch of stuff to win the chance to be birthed. God just gave me that. And so, because of that, everything I get to do while I'm here is a gift because it came from the ultimate gift, which is life and a chance to have a relationship with my creator who gave me that life. And Recently, I've just been processing that, and you guys know I, I took a I took a social media cleanse recently, and what we're talking about today is actually what I call my social media contract, which y'all are going to laugh at, but uh, it's actually, it's so powerful. It's been so effective in my life, and that's why I'm sharing it, because I think it could help a lot of you all, and the reason this ties into that is because what I've noticed a lot is, wow, I have been abusing that gift, that gift God gave me, I have not been stewarding it that well the past couple of months. Sure, here and there, like I've done my gratitude practice. I've spent time with God. I've done the thing, like I've achieved a lot of stuff I wanted to achieve. But at the end of the day, when I went to bed and I was anxious as hell, and I could barely go to sleep because like I was literally, there were nights, I mean this were just a few months ago, that I was so on edge as to like, okay, what do I need to do tomorrow? Okay, what do I need to gun tomorrow? Okay, is getting up at 2.30, will that give me enough time to get it all done before I have to go to the office? Okay, okay, I don't know. And then I didn't sleep the whole night and then I wasn't grateful and then I started my day in a bad mood even though I was reading the Word. Oh, you can be in a bad mood and read the Word and actually get what you need to out of the word because your mind is not there even though your body is, oh yeah, okay. So I go into the office and I'm putting on a smile, but on the inside, I'm secretly dying because I feel like I'm not going to get anything done that I need to that day. And I think I'm not going to accomplish all the things I want to accomplish that day. And then, oh my God, I'm not going to accomplish all the things I went to in my life. And then, oh my God, I'm wasting this life. And then, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I know I'm not alone in that. See, a lot of us, our bodies, we are physically places, but our minds are never where our feet are because we are so dazed. We're not intentional with our time. We're at the family dinner, but we're on our phones. Not because we don't appreciate and love our family, not because we're bad people, but because we have trained ourselves to basically not mentally be anywhere we physically are. We've trained ourselves to do that. Being present is a lost art. Being fully intentional and present in the moment, it is a lost art. And I realized, holy cow, okay, I might be doing a lot of cool stuff, and I might be, you know, from the outside looking in, looking like I have it all together, but I don't. And I need to check myself. And so that's why I got off social media. Because... That was the first thing I could really know that for me, at least it was a trigger for, and for me, when I looked at social media, all it did was remind me of everything I wasn't and everything everybody else was, you know, and it just, so I had to, I had to take a step back and, and it goes back to when I did that, it wasn't like I got off social media to be more productive. Funny enough, I wasn't as productive. Like it wasn't like I was doing more things but I was way more present with my time. I enjoyed my moments. Where I was physically, I was mentally, I was spiritually. And it wasn't just that like I was intentional about it, it was also I didn't want to be anywhere else. And I realized it was because I wasn't being reminded of all the other places I think I should be, whether that's like a like a timeline, like I should be here by now because everyone else is here by now or like a physical location. Like, oh, Susie Q was in Dubai. I should be in Dubai. Like, you know what I mean? And I was so appreciative of where I was. And so when I, before I got back on social media, I I felt God nudge on my heart and I am very much someone that I have so much going on in my head. Who are my people like that? Like you just have like 5,000 things going on in your head. Every single morning, it's like God gives you a download of a list that goes from your head to like Taiwan. And there are so many things you have to do. And I'm a big believer that if you want to get that done, if you want to tackle it, it's got to get out of your head. Like you have got to put that on a piece of paper. You have got to get that out of your mind. And so I knew that there was parameters that I needed to abide by before I got back on social media. If I wanted to continue to live in this present, appreciative, um, thoughtful, intentional state, I knew there was things that I had to hold myself accountable to. And so when I was in Austin, I was in Austin last week with my mom, growth day, Brendan Bruchard's conference. Did I cry when I saw Jamie Kerlima? I did. If y'all don't know who she is, you got to go look her up. Um, She's the founder of It Cosmetics. Oh, just so many great people were there. But I wanted to make sure that when I got back on social, I was intentional about it. And for so many of you, this is, could be, this could be anything like it it might not be social media for you. For me, it's just because that was, it's where I do a lot of work, but it's also where I was consuming a lot. And there's blurry lines there for you. It might be a particular friend group that you love them. You love hanging out with them. But sometimes like if you hang out with them in the wrong settings, you feel like crap or it it could be, um, it could be, it could be a relationship. You know, like a relationship with your sister or your, that one, um, I don't know, co-worker or whoever that like you, it's, it's, there's a fine line between it being a very beneficial relationship and it being a very hurtful relationship. It could be exercise. I mean, I'll be the first to say, I did the same exercise with social media I'm about to talk you through. I did it with exercise because when I went through my eating disorder and I got, healthy and but then in college I started feeling really anxious again and I became a compulsive exerciser and I still exercise every day but when I say compulsive like it was like I had to run 20 miles before tennis practice or else I felt like just so gross I couldn't go to bed that night Like it it was, it was crazy. And I had to write down part of that therapy was writing down like a contract for myself and signing it. And so that I could abide by that because exercise is healthy, but past a certain point without parameters, it can have the opposite effect. So mine, mine was social media right now. Yours might be something different. Like I said, in one phase of my life, it was certain friendships. In another phase of my life, it was exercise. In another phase of my life, it was food. And so you've got to identify what that is for you. But what I want to do is I literally want to tell you guys what I wrote. And this is, this is hard. But I mean, I've said harder things on this podcast before. We're all family, right? These are things that, for me, I literally, I'm looking at this contract right now. I wrote social media contract, April 20th, 2023. And, and why, again, I did this is because if you aim for nothing, you're going to hit it every time. So if I wanted to go back and continue to create, which I love to do, but be able to still be intentional and present and feel grateful for my life, I needed boundaries, And some of you need to do that. And so I encourage you, if it's social media, make a contract. If it's a relationship, write out a contract. I mean, you don't have to get them to sign it. But like just for you, if it's exercise, write it out. If it's um, work, work is great. Work makes you money. That's important. But some of us need freaking boundaries, man. You don't need to be that friend that like tries to, you know, seem so important. Like, oh, I got to take a work call on a Saturday. Trust me, your friends don't care about it that much. Like you need boundaries. Some of us need boundaries for work. All right. So my social media contact, y'all listen to this. This is so me. I literally started this out. Okay. Annie Beecha Mayfield. That's my middle name. Annie Beach and Mayfield solemnly swears under God. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love myself. Uh, Solemnly swears under God to abide by the following. And if she should slip, she will pivot right back on track because success is a progression, not a destination. And she shall always learn and be better for this. Even if she slips up. (laughs) That's what I started it with. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, This was like a week ago. So, okay, these are, these are my agreements. I literally have 12. So the first, the first agreement that I wrote, please copy, be inspired by, make your own agreement. I think we should all have social media agreements with ourselves because it's come to the point where we're in such a daze. So please take, copy, edit, whatever. The first, social shall be used for creation, not consumption, no scrolling on stories or any feed other than LinkedIn. <laughs> There's probably some questions on that. So, I literally, my first is like, I'm not allowed to scroll. You wanna know the rules that I live by with social? I'm not allowed to scroll. I am not allowed to scroll and look at people's stories. Sorry if, you know, if you're my friend, you already know this because I've contacted you. You gotta let me know where you are because I'm not gonna see it. I'm not allowed to scroll on feeds or stories. The reason I said other than LinkedIn is because for me, LinkedIn is a safe space. I don't typically compare to people on LinkedIn. Like I don't compare myself to them because a lot of them are more corporate people. And I like where my dreams are isn't like mega hugga corporate you know? So, so like when I see someone become the new CRO, I'm like, that's awesome, hot dog. And it doesn't affect me. Whereas if I see someone like hit a rank for a book that they just published that I haven't hit, it's like, oh, dagger, right? So I'm a big believer that if you want to stop doing something, you have to replace it with something else. Like if you want to stop eating a bunch, like binge eating at night, I remember I did this with food. I had Halo topped every single night I had Halo Top in the freezer. It's this protein ice cream. And the rule was I wasn't allowed to binge at night, but I could have a pint of Halo Top. And what that did was it replaced my urging with something else. And that's how you're more successful long-term. So for me, For me, like, no, I can't scroll on Instagram. No, I can't scroll on Facebook. But guess what? There are times that I'm bored and I want to scroll. So what do I do? I go on LinkedIn and then I get really bored and I just stop. (laughs) So that's rule number one. And rule number two, all creation, all my content creation, it must align with my intention to make people feel loved, seen, connected, served, and challenged. So what do I mean by that? I'm not going to be the person that posts bikini pictures of myself on a vacation. Cause I don't really think a bikini picture of myself will make someone feel seen, loved, connected, served, and challenged. I won't be the person that posts like a bunch of posts of just like me and my friends hanging out, all this stuff. Like, no, my content is going to serve people. I'm not going to be a creator for people to just consume and compare to their self about how much their life is less than mine, which a lot of people do. Like I want to be intentional with my content. I want all my content to make people feel seen and loved and heard and served and challenged. I want it to be valuable. So all of my content must have a message. I'm not just going to go post to post. Like I want to have something to say. Third rule. Social is a tool that I use, not a tool that uses me. What I found before was I felt like a slave to Instagram. I felt like I had to do it. I had to do it. I had to do this to make sure my follower accounts stay the same. I had to do this to make sure my engagement stay the same. All of a sudden, like I, it was I was not using it. I was its tool, and it owned me, and my day and my schedule. It was owned by it. And that wasn't cool. That was not cool. That was not fun. That's not fun for anyone. And so for my content creators out there, remember that. Like, you use it. It doesn't use you. Okay? Um, Number four, I will never put my worth in follower count or performance. I, ooh, this is gonna... This is going to be hard for some of you content creators out there. I will not check view counts or follower count or who is watching my stories. See, when you're a content creator and you get paid on a certain amount of views or likes or whatever, that can be tough. That can be really tough. And what I found, and I'm blessed to be able to say this, like because I have multiple streams of income, I'm my livelihood does not depend on money I get from Instagram. And that's a beautiful thing. And it's funny because I never really appreciated that until recently. I have the choice to not look at that stuff. So all this while I was looking at this stuff, even though I didn't have to, because it was normal. But... I don't look at I don't look at who likes my stuff. I don't look at how many likes I get. I don't look at how many views I get. And you guys, it's game changer. Because what happens is you start to put your worth in that stuff, and you think you're only as good as how well your your last posted, and you think your confidence can only be as high as how many views your last reel got, and you think your swagger can only be as swagful as how many followers your last follower count showed. And that's not true. All of a sudden, you're on this bump be roller coaster when really you have the key to stay consistent in your confidence, in your happiness, in your fulfillment the whole time. Okay. Um, oh, this is funny. Blue check mark will never hold back from me shining my light on social. Y'all, I'll be so honest because we're friends here. Um, I have wanted a blue check mark for so long, especially because they're over the course of some years, there have been some wanky accounts created. There's one, if you can, I have reported this account so many times. It's like freaking Annie Mae. I don't know, some weirdo made an account with all my stuff on it. Um, but that stuff's happened. And so I have one a blue check mark. But also, yeah, because it's cool. I will say it. I'm not some saint. I would love one. Haven't gotten it. Haven't gotten approved. And that, and some of my friends, uh, my influencer friends, gotten some. and And it bothered me. It made me feel like crap. It made me feel not good enough. It made me feel like I was doing nothing with my life, which is so silly. It's so silly. And so I had to write that on here to remind myself, and some of you are there, and it might not be something like a blue check mark, but it might be, you know, I'm not going to be confident until that guy texts me back. It might be, I'm not going to be confident until I get that, that title at work. It might be, I can't really be happy with my life until I have that house in that neighborhood. It might be, you know, I'm not going to be totally fulfilled until I get that part in that play. And we put our fulfillment on hold until we get that thing. But then guess what? You get that thing and there's another thing. You can be confident and fulfilled here. All right, I'm going to breeze through a few of these. I'm just going to read them out. I will never dim my light or my energy on social. I will um do. do, 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 do. Um my purpose isn't on social. Social is a medium for my light. My light is the purpose. I will always have fun and be honest. Um Oh, this was a good one. Oh my gosh, y'all should, if you're doing social contracts, you should do this one. For all fun moments, I can record, but I won't upload until later when the moment is over. See what I used to, this is, this is a problem that I used to have. Um, I didn't know when was a moment just to have a moment and when was a moment for like a content, for content to be created. And it was, and it's, it was hard. Like, and and I I talked to other of my friends who are influencers about this and like, it's hard for everyone. It's like, you don't know, like, for example, one of my friends who's an influencer just got proposed and she's like, honestly, it was hard because it was like, oh my God, I'm getting proposed to like, and, and her boyfriend's an influencer too. And it was like, we knew this would be amazing content, but it was also like, oh my gosh. I mean, we like, this is our proposal. Like we kind of just want it to be the moment. And, and there's no rule book for this. And the best thing I've found, especially my ladies, like for protection, um, and I'll explain what this means in a second. What I do now is I will record, like I'll take a video and I'll just save it in my photos. And later that night, I'll upload everything. I'll create everything as opposed to what I used to do, which was upload everything as the day went on, like in that moment. And what that did was it, it caused me to not really be in that moment. I wasn't really in that moment because I was, oh, has this uploaded yet? Has it like, is it going to disappear if it doesn't upload? So now it's like when something cool happens, like I'll take a video, but I'll save it. And I'll just upload like a mass upload of things that night. And when I say ladies for your protection, um, you know, like if you're ever out somewhere and I've had instances like this where it wasn't really safe where like you're at a bar, you're at a restaurant and you upload it while you're there, you know, there's, I mean, everyone has a taste like this because it's, it's social media and things are public and it's, but there are some creepy people out there. There are. And like, I'm sure ladies or men, like you probably get creepy messages and weird messages and, and I'm no stranger to that. And so it can be a little dangerous to put your location of somewhere while you're there because of the the creepy creeps you know and so what I do now and I, I did that for a while it's like I never posted my location typically until later that night when I was no longer there um but especially for just enjoying the moment purposes if you're trying to set boundaries for social media do that like do not upload as the day goes or as the moment is record upload later And then finally, I only work with companies I trust on social. Um, You know, for a while, I was like, you know, if there was a brand or whatever, and I would geek out. But then you think about like, wait a second, this is like a jewelry company. Or that like a lot of times it was companies that didn't align with me and like what I'm at, like Faith Finances Health, like things that like that's my brand, Faith Finances Health. Why would I promote a jewelry company? And I think that readjusting it back to that like, it's a tool that I use, not a tool that uses me. That is so important to understand. And so, wrapping it all up, and I literally, I wish I could post a picture on podcasts. I signed it and then I had my mom sign it as my witness. And now I'm like getting it framed, <laughs> putting it in my office. How cool is that? Um, I, all, some of you guys are probably like, oh my God, this girl. But I take it seriously because it's serious. it it, it is serious. You have to have boundaries. Like you have to have boundaries or else you are just not, if you're not aware, you're asleep. And if you're asleep, you can be manipulated. And a lot of us are just being manipulated and we're being played like puppets, not because we're stupid, not because we're insignificant, not because we're weak, but because we're asleep. And this was my way to say I'm not asleep. I am awake. And when I go on this platform, I'm going to be intentional and I'm going to be a light and I'm going to serve and I'm going to make people feel seen. I'm not going to give up the good just to keep out the bad. I'm still going to serve the good. I'm still going to get up and serve where I can, but not at the expense of myself, because it's a tool that I use, not a tool that uses me. And so again, Yours might not be social media, but all of us have that thing in our life right now that we've been doing, but we've been doing asleep. So we think we have it, but it really has us. It could be a relationship, our job, a friendship. It could be an organization. It could be a pursuit. It could be this, the hustle culture. It could be working out. It could be food. It could be Netflix. It could be drugs. It could be alcohol, like something more, a little bit more extreme. I don't know. I don't know, but wake up, wake up. And when I say wake up, get it out of your head, write down what you are and what you're not going to do. And like I said in the beginning, by I solemnly swear, you're going to slip up, but let those slip ups remind you that you're aware that you slipped up, which is great because it means you're not asleep. And when you slip up, get right back into it, get right back into it. I was accidentally scrolling the other day, not on LinkedIn, on Instagram. And I was like, oh my God, I'm scrolling. I'm breaking my contract. And I got off. I was aware that was a success because I was aware. So do it. Just do it. Make a contract. Sign it. If you know me, I'd be happy to sign as witness. If you don't know me, get someone that you know that can sign as witness. Take it seriously. You might think it's weird. People you know might think it's weird, but you know what I think is weird? I think it's weird as people that live their entire life saying they wanna do, be, and have something, but they live their life asleep. And these things we say we care about, they have us, we don't have them. I think it's weird not to live your life with intention. I think it's weird not to take seriously. Seriously, your success, your well-being, your love for yourself, your gratitude for life, how you feel the day, how you're aligned with your creator, how you use these moments you have in life that I was so reminded of today at Gwenny's grave aren't forever. I think that's weird. So choose your weird. Because you're going to be weird every, any ways. Either way, you're going to be weird. So I would rather be the weird that takes her life seriously, takes this gift that God gave us seriously, than the weird that lives her life asleep and does what everybody else does in fear of stepping out and being different. So make the contract. Chip chop. I'm sending you love. Hey friend, thanks so much for listening all the way through the fact that you did says so much about your willingness and curiosity to get into your personal development and growth. You guys, if this episode touched you and your spirit in any way, I pray that you share with two friends that you think would really find value in this. This is how these messages get around. And I know I personally just really appreciate when a friend thinks of me when they listen to something and think that I'll find value in it as well. Also, if you find so willing, please tag to your Instagram stories and make sure to tag Annie B. Mayfield. At the end of every month, I will be doing a drawing from everyone that is posted on their Instagram stories for a $50 Amazon gift card. You guys, I appreciate and love you all so much. Have an amazing day.